Okay, welcome to episode 10, everybody. I have got Siobhan Lou on the other side of me. Um, I'm really excited to chat with you. So Siobhan is a breathwork healer. So essentially she helps to heal trauma through the breath um, and she's also a meditation teacher. So welcome to the party. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Marissa. My pleasure. I can't wait to get into it with you. So I guess we'll jump right in. Do you mm-hmm. want to Give us a bit of background, like how did you get into breath work? Um, what was your kind of guiding force to get you to where you are today? Um, so I discovered breath work probably about four or five years ago now. I'd say probably more five years ago. Um, and I always say when you step into breath work that breath work kind of finds you. Um, and that's what's been the story with most of my clients and people that I've been working with. Um, and at the time I was actually... Um, going through probably a really, you know, just my mental health was really affected at that time. I was experiencing a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression. Um, and myself and my partner were managing a gym in Bali. So we were both working in the fitness industry. We're working as coaches. And when you think about that, it's like, oh, yeah, we're living in Bali. It was like the dream life. We had like our villa and, you know, on the beach every day. And we were trying to get people to come into our gym in terms of like promoting it, collaborating with them, trying to get instructors in. And one day we were at a cafe just sitting at a community table and I was asking everyone, like, what do you do? What do you do? And one of the girls said that she was a breathwork healer. And I was like, amazing, we're in Bali, this would be perfect, like come into our gym and like you can, you know, give it to our members. And when, so that was all arranged and me and my partner Tom were like, oh, we'll just like jump in, give it a go, see what it's like. I love, I was meditating back then. I was like, I love meditation. Like, you know, and the way I pictured it was we'd all be like standing in a circle doing some like light breathing and it would just be like fun and, you know, um, so anyway, she showed us the breath and we lay down and it just absolutely blew my mind, completely and utterly blew my mind. Um, and I was just like, why do people not know about this? I, I'd never heard of breath work. I'd never even seen it anywhere. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know you could heal using your breath. Like it sounds so silly, but it's so powerful. Um, and prior to that, with my anxiety, I was probably suffering I always say like a million panic attacks a day. I was just suffering panic attack after panic attack after panic attack, which made me obviously depressed. I was in a deep depression. Um, And after that one session five years ago, I haven't had one panic attack since. Touch wood. I literally just got chills. (laughs) So powerful. That is honestly um, amazing. And Mm. I... I laughed when you said, you know, you thought you were going to rock up to the the class and it was too be easy breezy because I kind of had the same um, the same thing. I was like, yeah, like this will be fun. Like we'll see who's there or whatever. Um, mm. And you know, at the start of the breathwork class, she was like, you know, you may cry, you may this, that. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cry. <laughs> I'm like, trust me, I've got my emotions on lock. But yeah, you know, that happens, and it's such a beautiful. Um, Thing that does happen is that you know the breath does kind of unlock something within you um, yeah and I guess you could probably explain how that even works like what goes down when we engage in this type of breathing why are we able to feel trauma through breath yeah it's yeah and it, it is it's something that's like really fascinating and it's something we just can't fathom like we can't yeah think about it logically what's going on um and there's so many different styles of breath work so I always say to people when 
I talk about breath work. I talk about this style specifically, so I can't really speak for any other types of breath. Um, there's ones I got taught in as a meditation teacher, but the, the, the breath work meditation healing part of it, basically what it's doing, it's a real spiritual practice. So it's working with your spirit. It's working with your energy. And the way I kind of explain it to people is basically with the breath working through your energy and it's working through your chakras. So with your the, this style of breath, you're breathing through the mouth. So the reason you're breathing through the mouth is to really pull more oxygen into your body to really activate, you know, the lungs, getting it into your blood, activating the brain so it can start to move in and really get into the storage of like that fight or flight and start to release that energy that's stored in there. So in terms of when you pull your breath into the mouth, you're basically pulling it and you're guiding it deep into like your lower belly, your pelvis, your lower back. And in terms of chakras and energy, this is a space where we store our emotions. So anything we've been kind of going, <gasps> suppressing and pulling down and it kind of makes a little home in there for itself. Um, and it can also work with, you know, the creativity in that space as well. You know, it doesn't have to be just emotions. And your breath, breath is basically moving that energy to start to release it. In this style, there's actually a second inhale through the mouth that you pull into your chest and your heart space. So the way the kind of chest and heart space energy works is the heart chakra. So, you know, we can maybe store our past, which is like fear in the lower part of the belly. And then high into the heart is like our anxiety, which is like our future. So it's like if we're, you know, panicking about our future. So the double inhale, filling that oxygen through the body moving that energy is going to start to release that stored energy through the body. So, yeah. It is so powerful. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where, unfortunately, I think society doesn't really, I don't know, value holistic modalities um, as much, uh, uh, you know, as maybe your more medication or traditional forms of, um, you know, moving through our, our issues that we have medically. So I think it's important that these stories are shared and I really value when people um, open up about the experiences they've had with it because um, it is so powerful and it is so much that you're able to work through um, with the breath. So, yeah, it's so true. And it's this, this style of breath work as well is, you know, when we were moving through our training, it's really more of a feeling, like it's more of an intuitive state. It's more of a feeling state rather than something that can be measured. So this breath work is really nourishing to you. So it really serves where you're at, what you're ready to release. Like it's not a forceful style. It's really nourishing for your nervous system. You're guiding your breath like a wave through your body. So it's just really a beautiful kind of feminine practice if you like to really help you gently release or feel whatever's in your body. Yeah, that's a really good way of describing it because, you know, the way I envision it when you're, when you're talking is that the breath just does move through you and even though you may consciously think there is work that you're going to need to do or you're going to be able to stop it or move it um it just moves through you and it will just kind of release what whatever needs to be released it is a bit more of a passive approach to um to healing so it's almost like i hear a lot of the time people's experiences with breath work it's like their last port of call like it's the last thing that they're trying because um, they don't really know what else to do. And the breath is like one thing that can just absolutely just 
break through because it's so um, natural and innate in our bodies that it knows how to do it all. Um, yeah, um, it's so true. I also wanted to touch on that when you mentioned at the beginning, like why do people not know about this? Why do people not know about the breath? And I've had the same kind yeah. of the same kind of thoughts because I remember I went to some seminar and he got um this guy got two people up on stage and he was like, Okay, I want you both to take a big deep breath in and both of the people on stage sucked in their tummies like completely, like that's how they breathe, like that and you know, when you're just so tense and everything just kind of like sucked in and he was like that's he was pretty much saying like that's like not the correct way to yeah. breathe. And it's mind boggling to be like I don't know how to breathe. Like what? Like yeah. it's something so right. Yeah, it's so true. And the most common feedback I get after every class is everyone normally says, oh, now I feel like I can breathe. Like that's what they say because the breath just creates, well, breath work creates so much space in the body so they can actually start to breathe. And a part of that is obviously releasing that maybe heavy stagnant energy that you've been holding on to, you know, that's starting to release and move through the body so you can actually start to breathe. Um, but yes, it is, there should be, you know, classes where we're taught our posture, where we're taught to breathe properly, you know, and even when we're, um, when people are lying in class, they're very much focused on the front of their body, like, you know, moving their belly and their chest. But in what I try and guide is, you know, think of the back of your body as well. Like you've got your lower back, you've got in between your shoulder blades, you know, there's that whole space in there that you can start to cover with these nice, deep, slow breaths. Yeah. Amazing. That's Mm. yeah. So powerful. Um, I wanted to ask you, because I know you are a meditation teacher as well, and um, me and meditation have been a bit of a interesting <laughs> relationship. Um, and I guess I wanted to ask you about, you know, how you teach people how to meditate, like what your, um, how you guide people through it, like what your technique kind of is, and also what are some common things that you consistently hear from people who are looking to start a meditation practice. Yeah, it's a real shame with because I've been meditating for like years now. And like I said, I was even meditating when I was going through my panic attacks and my anxiety. Um, And I just think the thing with meditation is people think it's really, really difficult and it's really hard because they're thinking it's that way when in reality it's not really. It's like someone saying, oh, no, I'm going to get really fit before I go to the gym. Like you've got to start somewhere to build that habit of the meditation and, you know, exercising your mind, I guess. For people that really struggle with meditation, I actually tell them to do breath work because what your breath is doing is it's giving your brain something else to focus on and giving your brain something else to focus on is meditation. So by following a three-part breath and trying to relax your body, listen to music and guidance is actually giving your mind some space. So in terms of meditation, there's so many different ways you can do it. So when someone's like, I can't do it, it's probably about finding what they do day to day. Like, do they make a coffee every single day and can they be extremely present in making that coffee as a form of meditation? Like, can they feel their cup, the temperature of their coffee? Can they really listen to how the coffee machine's moving? That's like such a simple form of being present. And then there's obviously where you can just sit with yourself and close your eyes and just let your thoughts move because they need to move. Um, Then start connecting to your nose breath and feeling it. 
And there's even ways of just giving yourself like a mantra of saying something, like even as you inhale, saying like, I'm inhaling, as you exhale, saying I'm exhaling, giving your breath like a temperature. So like the inhale hot, exhale cold, um, counting numbers. Like there's just ways, it's, I guess it can be very, um, you wanna make it very unique and nourishing to that person because if not, they're gonna fight against it. Again, coming back to, like the fitness side of it is like chucking someone into the gym when actually they really just want to dance or swim. And that can be their fitness. Same with meditation. You want to really make it work for them. So it's about, I guess, not forcing people to do something because then they're not going to do it, but just finding something that's like, oh, I can make my coffee every day and meditate at the same time. Like that would make me feel really good. Yeah, it's so um, interesting that you say that because I feel like the way we, a lot of people look at meditation is there is one way to do it. Mm-hmm. You've got to sit there and you've got to, it's almost like people look at it as like, like they're like punishing themselves. Yeah. Like, I just need to sit here and I need to get through this and they're all tight through it and it's like completely defeats, you know, the whole purpose. It's almost like, you know, when you're meditating and then if you pay attention to the fact that you're, focusing so hard on focusing Mm -hmm. it's like just let that all go and it's about finding yeah practices that work for you which is a really good um really good advice so i guess um breath work i assume would be probably a beneficial um practice maybe for someone who has a bit more of like an overthinking mindset or someone who's maybe always yeah i think people want something i think i can speak for myself every time I'd wanting to meditate um, and I was just talking about this on another podcast is that I always thought in my head that meditation is something like I don't have time for it it's a waste of time because it's unproductive when really it's like yes you know it's the most productive thing you can do yeah it really is because it actually amplifies every other area in your life whether it's like your job your relationship your time with friends your time with yourself and it's like why would you not want to get to know yourself you know like you would want to get to know where your mind's going and why it's going this way um and it's also got like the benefits in terms of like creativity like getting these you know really getting in touch with your intuition and getting these like intuitive hits of like oh I can do this for my business or I could do this for my partner or I could do this for my children like there's so many benefits that will benefit your day-to-day life not just the mental health side of it not just you know that's going to help um anxiety or you know, helping your physical body. It's more like there's other sides of it too that I think people miss out. They're like, oh, I don't have anxiety, so I don't need to meditate. It's like, well, you can do it for other things as well. There's so many different ways that it can help you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's so many like high vibrational things that can come out of it other than just trying yeah. to fix your, you know, you're not just like a project to be fixed. It's like there's just so much more enhancement to your life that you can kind of, you can get from um, meditation. Yeah, definitely. Um, what are some breakthroughs that you've, um, kind of had in terms of your breath work when you're working with clients? Is there anything, um, like stories of significance or personal stories from yourself that you've kind of felt? Like I've I've probably every single class, every single time I do this, um, it'll be hard to like really pinpoint them because to me, all of them are just like mind-blowing like every single time I hear some feedback I'm like this modality never ceases to blow my mind I'm always just in awe of like where 
people's breath can take them. Um, there was one that I actually did. Um, I was kind of hired for like a community center to do some breath work with the staff in when I was back in Melbourne and I went to do it there, but the staff ranged from like age, say 20 to like 70. Um, and I was like, okay, so obviously it's a different group and you know, the breath is really unique to you regardless what class you're in, how it's been guided. It's going to give you what you need anyway. Um, so I had a guy in there who was probably in his seventies and you know, they were all very, as most people are, especially I think when you're set in your ways, like he was very skeptical. He was like, yeah, whatever, I'll just try it. Cause you know, work are praying for it and I have to do it. And I could see him kind of just lying there being like, oh, I just don't want to do this. Like, why would I have to breathe deep? You know, this is, you know, not what I want to do. I'm not choosing this. But anyway, give him his due. He started doing the breath. And um, at the end of the class, he was like, oh, do you mind if I just, you know, have a quick chat with you in private? I was like, absolutely. Um, and he pulled me aside in private. And he said that when his mum was giving birth to him, she actually passed away. And during the breathwork session, it took him right back to that moment. And he met his mum in the session. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that like is something I'll just never, ever forget. So someone that was saying like, I was, I'm really skeptical. He's in his seventies. He didn't want to do it anyway to him being like, I went back to that place was just like, I'm done. <laughs> you know, my job here is I've succeeded. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Really powerful. Yeah. Um, so other than kind of attending a breathwork class, what are some good ways to integrate kind of, the breath in our everyday lives? What are some rituals that you maybe have yourself or would recommend for people to get in touch with the breath and meditation for that matter as well? Yeah, I think if you're someone that's never done it before, if you can just like set aside time every single day to take three really deep belly breaths just to really start to train, you know, your breath to go into that space is like the probably the most simplest way you can start to connect to your breath. And even keeping your hands like on your belly to get that real kind of body mind connection is quite good too. Cause some people, you know, we just we sometimes lack that as well when we're not connected to our body. What I normally give um people that do my classes is like a daily breathwork practice um so to do the pattern of like the two inhales and an exhale um to do that to like two songs so you can just practice the breath and then one song for like a cool down like a shavasana where you bring it yeah. back to your normal breath so just to get the brain used to you know being in you know changing the breath and being in that pattern um and just as like a mini daily i call it like a, a daily exfoliation because it's really just like you know it's clearing your head and allowing you to get into your body um and i just think like going on things i use insight timer the meditation app which is like got millions of like breathwork practices, meditation practices, just like downloading that it's free and just jumping on and typing in like two minutes of breathwork and it will give you something. There's so many on YouTube as well. Um, but I just think there's depending where you're at and where you want to go to with it. It's really about deciding, okay, do I want to just do three deep breaths today? Can I maybe push it to a minute of deep breathing today? Can I try a class? Can I try YouTube? You know, just trying to meet yourself where you're at so you're not forcing something that at the end of the day, if you force it, you're probably going to end up paying it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's really useful, um, really useful tips. I think something that I've personally struggled with in terms of um, meditations is, you know, like I've read a lot of books, I've read a lot of like Jerry Spencer books, and mm. like hear about these breakthroughs that these people have during meditation. They're like, I was just lying on the couch, and then I fell into this deep meditation, and then I had this <laughs> amazing spiritual awakening and i'm like okay cool like i'm down like let's do it and they talk about um the kundalini awakening and and things like that and i think that was my main issue when i first started meditating because i went in with like an expectation it's true a lot of people do as well so what i normally say to people with that is always come in with an intention so with this style you can be like i really want to work with my anxiety i use anxiety because i had it and it helped mine and um, but coming with i want to work with my anxiety and then just letting go of the expectation because if you're coming in with an expectation you're actually using your mind to try and find what you're looking for whereas you're meant to yeah. really just let that go and let the body do what it needs to do let your breath do what it needs to do and some people do this is the thing with it some people can come in and do one session and literally have that mind-blowing all the answers, everything they need in that one session. And then for others, it can be like an onion where you're just pulling back layers and layers of whether it's trauma, stuck energy, you've got that real control with your brain. And then one day you just get, boom, everything that you've wanted, anything that you've needed, and you've got the answers. And then it's probably about that maintenance of that journey. So you're just like maintaining your mental health, maintaining your breath work, maintaining a daily practice. So yeah, I think everyone's just so different at where you come into it. So I think it's so important to come in with like, okay, like as I step into my practice, I'm always like, I wonder what my breath is going to show me today. And then it just yeah. leaves it open to be like, give me what I need, but I, I trust you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think really useful like thing to think about is like, it's not always going to be something it will be enlightening in some way, but it's not always going to be like the most, you know, positive groundbreaking thing. You know, you might feel like, you know, today I feel not worthy today. I feel lonely today. I yeah. feel that it's like just holding space for those emotions and just allowing them to be there without trying to, um, you know, conceptualize it and make it make sense with your conscious mind. Um, yeah. Working with, with yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's something that, like, in society in general, we struggle with, like, to, to process emotions that aren't just, like, say, happiness, joy, or whatever we, like, associate with success, like, anything other than that. It's like, oh, how embarrassing. Like, that's not good. Like, that needs to be fixed. Um, so I think, you know, utilising the breath and meditation are really good to integrate really good ways to integrate like every part of yourself and just mm. really conscious of every part of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. And even when I do like in-person classes and obviously there can be like 20 to 30 people in a room, and I always start with saying you're in a space where releasing emotions are highly encouraged. So, you know, and the emotion could be like laughing, big belly laughs, you know, giggles. And at the other side of that, you can be ugly crying, snot, tears everywhere, you know, but you're in a space where it's encouraged. And what's really beautiful about it is when say someone comes in for the first time and then there's maybe 10 people that do it regularly, the regulars are really used to being in that space now. So they let it move. And what that does is it encourages maybe beginners or first timers to be like, oh, 
well, they're doing it, so maybe I can do it too. So it's just really beautiful to blend. You know, this is why I encourage beginners to come to group work so they can get in the energy and have that permission to be like, cool, like I can let this go and I'm in a space where everyone's doing it. And the instructor says, like, let it go. You know, you can you can just let it move if you feel safe to do so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's definitely something to be said about doing group work. I mm. think I, again, can only speak for myself. Like, I'm a very introverted person. Mm-hmm. For anyone like listening who can relate to that, you know, I'm the type of person who wants to work through stuff on my own. Like, if something comes up, I'm like, no, 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 I've, I've got it. I'll, I'll figure it out on my own. But um, I think in terms of the healing space when you're working through emotions, um, it's so beautiful to, like, be in a group of people that, hold space for that and support that emotion. It's almost like um, a way to shortcut the healing process, you know, like you have people, you know, even just if they're not saying it with words, like vibrationally are letting you know, like you mentioned that it's okay, just like let it out and, um, and, and move through it. Because I think when you're with other people, it's, um, it's a lot harder to judge yourself. Like I feel like mm. you're more judge yourself when it's just you and you like you don't give yourself that room to breathe and just be like well I'm here I've just surrendered to the experience almost yeah I know and that's so true and I'm actually the same I'm really I'd say more on the introverted side and if, if something comes up I'm I'm very much internal and I'm like I'll figure it out myself and I think that's why I love breathwork healing so much because it's like you in you, like your breath's giving you the answers. You're getting everything internally rather than saying it out loud or trying to pull it through something else. Um, and this is why when I started doing it, I gave people the option of doing it online or in person. So if you're more extroverted and you like the high vibes and being around people and that helps you move, you have that option. Whereas my community online, they're kind of in their own little Zoom boxes. They're in their house, in their pajamas. You know, they don't have no one else can hear them. Only I can see them. And they're just letting it move in their own house at home, you know. Um, so this is why I'm like, okay, because there's there is that different types of people, um, and this is why online work is so amazing. I think because you've got so many different people from all over the world all moving through their stuff at the same time, but they're you know they're figuring it out, and their breath is telling them exactly what's up. <laughs> Absolutely, I think there's literally like no excuse. Like, is there? Like, really? Like, if there? If, if Breakwork is something that's been kind of like, you know, floating around in your mind. It's something you want to try. Like there really is like no reason like not to do it. Like even waking up in the morning, like you kind of stay for breath. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I think I wanted to touch on you with my experience that I had when I did um, like a breathwork class because like I mentioned earlier, I started crying, which I wasn't expecting that. And I had to, it's almost like hard to accept that, like, because you, again, I guess it comes down to what expectations you have when you turn up to the class. And then when your body does something that you weren't expecting, you're like, hang on, like, we didn't, we didn't talk about this. Like, we didn't plan that this is going to happen. Like, this is not happening kind of a thing. Mm. But um, I think there is a lot to say about when people have like emotional releases during meditation or breath work, because, um, you know, from the conversations that I've had with people, I'm kind of now starting to understand that people have difficulties like meeting themselves. People yeah. don't feel safe in their own body. Yeah. So breathing has a way of bringing you inside your body and making you safe, safe within your body. And 
think that's a really strong concept to a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And there's, you know, there is a lot to say with that as well. So I always make sure when um, people sign up to a class, they know exactly what they're stepping into. And what that tends to do is it kind of lessens that kind of shock or fright or trauma because you're 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 consciously signing up to do something where you know that you're reading that emotions are going to be be moving. Um, and normally when we're moving through the breath and before it gets to, you know, the stage where maybe you're in your body and the emotions are starting to rise, I get people to ask themselves, do I feel safe enough to let this emotion move? Like ask themselves internally, externally, however they feel. Um, and then if they, if they're asking their body, like, do I feel safe enough to let this move? And the body's saying, yes, it, it makes them feel like they're in control and they can, feel safe to let it move. So I think it's really important to have like the the practice of checking in with yourself all the time. Like you always just know, you always know of, okay, is it okay for me to maybe, you know, if something has maybe happened, maybe you've had a panic attack or, you know, your mental health's not the best that day. It's like, am I okay to step into breath work tonight to maybe face the anxiety, to maybe feel um, what's checking in with my mental health, to maybe deal with grief? And just giving yourself that permission slip. And if your body's like, not today, really honoring that. So you're not forcing the body to step into something it's not ready for. Um, yeah. So it's just that constant coming back to yourself. Like, are you okay to feel this? Um, and normally when I, you know, do my introduction to my classes, I always say to my clients, like, everything is an invitation. So if I'm guiding and I'm saying, you know, can you lean into this motion? And the invitation is like a no, then don't do it. You know, it's all like a yes and no permission to yourself. Cause the last thing you want to do when someone's in that place or, or in that deep state, you don't want to be messing with them. You know, yeah. you want to be like, you want to feel safe. You want to, you know, it's, it's your, your space, your time, your breath, your class. It's not mine. It's nothing to do with me. I'm just here to guide you where you need to go so I think it's good for people listening if they're going to step into any form of breathwork or meditation to just check in with yourself and always ask yourself you know and same with if you want to do it as a daily practice if not being like I have to do this you know just asking do you want to meditate and if the answer is no don't do it you know it's not like a, a must for everyone it's just if, if it's something you're working towards be really compassionate and just say oh I've got like a minute do you want to meditate and if, if the body's like yeah let's sit and we can do this and people will notice that sometimes you can sit in meditation and be like oh my gosh I can't do this today I just need a minute whereas other times like this morning I sat for 35 minutes and I'm like wow where did that go like I could just you know so there's some mornings I'm like there forever and then other mornings I'm like okay I'm done so it's just really honoring yourself and then you start to build that trust with yourself too which is so beautiful because that carries on in every other thing in your life yeah wow absolutely I think that's a really good point that you mentioned about like not forcing yourself to meditate because it's a little bit different to like you know going to work or doing your exercise ratio it's really something that you don't want to be like sitting there forcing yourself to get through because then I guess the whole thing's just like <laughs> you know, I guess in terms of people having these breakthroughs or just even attending a breathwork class and, and feeling some insight into what's going on in their body, what's some advice you have in terms of integrating um, everything? Yeah, so with this style specifically, 
it really gives you the answers. So um, like for me, when I really had to like set boundaries with people in my life, the breath was like, you need to set boundaries. It was very a clear message. So this is the beautiful thing about it is that it gives you the answers on like how to integrate it into your life. Um, and I always say to people, if you need further help with your integration, please reach out because I have a list of therapists um, and my partner's a counselor. So, you know, it's, it's very easy to just go, here you go. Um, but the, the funny thing about it is in the, the four years that I've been doing this, not one person has ever reached out to me and said, I need further help with my integration or how do I do this? Because with this style of breath, it gives you exactly what you need. So people really walk out with a clear knowing of, I've got to call this person, I've got to do this, I've got to journal about this, I've got to take action on this. And the funny thing with it is, is when you integrate the breathwork session, your next breathwork session will be completely different. So it's really good motivation to integrate it. If you don't integrate what came up in your breath, it will keep coming up in your session until you integrate it. So it's a really beautiful, motivating style of breath to be like, I can't go back into this class until I've integrated what's come up in my last session. So it's very beautiful in that way. Um, but I think in terms of people that are looking to integrate maybe their meditation or something that's maybe come up for them, it's just to find again, modalities that work for you. Like with this style of breath, it tells you, but some people might find that they need to talk to someone to help like figure out through talking. Um, you know, there's so many different healing, like we're so lucky. There's so many different modalities out there that people can find. There's kinesiology, there's Reiki, there's, you know, there's just all these things that people can be like, oh, I'll try this, I'll try this. Cause it's not like that one size fits all, you know? Um, People like for probably me and you, we don't want to sit and talk to someone for hours about our problems. We're like, we'll just figure this shit out ourselves, you know? Yeah, I got it. Whereas other people be like, no, I need to talk for days to try and figure out. So I think this is the other thing with meditation. It gets you to know yourself. So then you can be like, yeah. oh, I think this healing modality would be an awesome match for me. And also yeah. just about trying things. And if it doesn't work, being like, this is not for me and being able to be like, nah, I'm not into it. You know, like you've got to be able to say no to. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's a healing modality for everyone. Mm. Like you say, you need to find what works for you. Take the time to figure out, you know, whether it's journaling, meditation, breath work, like there is something, there has to be some outlet for those emotions to be released and for you to find like a place of center. Like even like swimming in the ocean, I've heard like yeah. people love, like they love swimming. I love swimming in the ocean, but like it's a bit scary. And, and mm -hmm. but, but like you know, the idea. I mean, if you're connected to water, if you're connected to maybe the trees, yeah, or, it makes you feel open and alive. Like just get out there and just be in that space and don't overcomplicate it. There is a lot of um, a lot of judgment, I think, surrounding what's right, what's wrong, how long you should meditate for, this, that. Oh. It's like, God. I know it's so true and this is why um because people ask me a lot about like different breath works and I just stay in my own lane I'm like this is my style I love this one only I don't try any other styles because this is my thing so I just stay in my own lane so people sometimes like message me saying oh do you know if there's like a breathwork class here or do you know where I can go and I'm like I actually don't and I'm not being a bitch about it but I just stay in my own lane because there's so much noise 
around everything else that I don't have time in my head for that noise that I just, I found my thing. I love it so much. I want to share it with the world. And I don't know about any other breath work. I remember when I, like there's some quote and they're like, you don't have time to meditate um, for an hour. Yeah, like, do it for four. Do it for four. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it just goes to like that kind of, that, that vibe is like the thing that I feel like make put so many people off like entering the space because they're like, oh, I'm already not good enough. I already mm -hmm. to. And there's nothing to do. That's like the main thing. It's like just drop it all at the door. There's literally nothing to do. Just yeah. like do something, release, like just chill for 10 minutes. Like, yeah. 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 It's so true. It's so true. And it's just like, it is that thing of just blocking out the noise of everyone else and just like, well, what do I want to do? And what would feel good for me? And what can I try today? You know? Um, and it's funny when people bring, they're like, oh, I really want my boyfriend to try this breath work. I really want my friends. And I'm like, you know, well, don't force them because they've got to decide that they want to do it and let them see how maybe you improve or how you are after it. And then they can decide, you know, from that. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I think I've asked you like so many questions <laughs> my mind. I've just like gone for it. Um, been so insightful. So I'm so grateful. Um, where can people find you? So I'm you're on Instagram. I'll pop all of that in the show notes. Um, yes. um, You've got your online classes. Do you want to explain how they kind of run? Yeah, for sure. So I do online breathwork healing classes every Wednesday evening. I'm we've just moved to Queensland, so my times are funny, but it's seven thirty PM yeah. Melbourne time. <laughs> so work out from there. <laughs> So we're like, we're an hour back, aren't we? So it's like 6.30 p.m. here. Um, so the way I work with the, the breathwork themes every Wednesday night is, is every single week has a different theme for 12 weeks. So the goal is they're kind of broken to like four sections. This first theme's goal is to get you to the end of the next um, four-week kind of section. So there's things like breathwork for anxiety, breathwork for self-love, breathwork for releasing and receiving. Um, and the way I work the themes is I've gathered all the information up of how breathworks helped me and all of my clients. And then I put them into 12 themes that are really helpful for people. Um, and then every Wednesday evening, people come on. They, you know, beginners come on and I, I give them that whole probably intro that I've, I've just given on this podcast. Um, I give them the intro just to make sure they feel safe, um, that they're, you know, they're here because they want to try it. Um, explaining what kind of either to expect in the breathwork or what might come up for them. And then my regulars normally come on 15 minutes later and then we just get into the breathwork session. And then at the end of the breathwork session, I check in with everyone individually, again, to make sure if they have any integration questions, anything they want to share. Um, and that's how we wrap up the class. So the online's really good fun and it's good fun because there's different people from all over the world that kind of jump in now, which is amazing. Um, and it's just cool moving through it online and then everyone can just go to bed afterwards. <laughs> That is amazing. And do you run them in person as well yet? Or not yet? Well, I, I was in Melbourne. I've actually got one more event in Melbourne on February 17th that I'm going back for. But in Gold Coast, I'm trying to find a space. I'm going to set it up and then get going in Gold Coast. So that's the goal for this year. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, 
Awesome. That's really great. Thank you so much. Um, I'll pop, yeah, like I said, I'll pop Siobhan's information um, down below, website, all of that. So Thank you. Can you sign up at any, like, stage for your breath work or is there, like, certain, like, intake? No, just a- any Wednesday that works for you, um, then jump on. I- I'd suggest to people to have a look at the themes and see which theme resonates and then sign up for that one. Um, I've also got a free YouTube intro guided breath work, which is like, um, I think it's like 10 minutes long with an intro. So I always say to, it's normally attached when people book in, but I'm like, try that first, you know, see if it resonates. If you like it, yeah. then come and do the full class so they're not just jumping straight into it. So anyone can try that if they want to try that as well. That's amazing. I'll pop that down below as well. Thank cool. you. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having That's me. Awesome.